Uh, hi, I'm Emma Weatherby. I'm a sophomore at South Oldham High School. I'm, I'm one of those kids who are like really bad at math by themselves. So I would just sit there and wait for the answers and just like be like falling asleep and everything. So it's a really like big switch. This is the Minds in Motion podcast. I'm Dylan Smith. That was the voice of Emma, a student at South Oldham High School. For many students in high school, learning mathematics can be hard. Problem sets can be challenging, and the way that math teachers approach math instruction can be very traditional. But things are changing at Oldham County Schools. Mathematics teachers here are embracing a new instructional approach outlined by a Canadian math professor named Peter Liljadal. Dr. Liljadal wrote a book called Building Thinking Classrooms in Mathematics and suggests to teachers that the time has come to get students up and out of their seats. The key is to get students working at whiteboards, what Dr. Liljadal calls vertical non-permanent surfaces, so they can talk about math problems, make mistakes, and learn from other teams. I visited South Oldham High School where the math department has started integrating the building thinking classrooms approach into their classroom spaces. During my visit, I talked with Laura Jones, the lead math teacher at South Oldham High School and some of her students. I wanted to know what this approach to math looked like and what it was like to be a student in these math classrooms. Ms. Jones and her students had a lot to tell me. So hi, I'm Laura Jones, and I've been teaching high school mathematics for 25 years. I currently teach uh, pre-calculus classes, AP statistics, and a statistics two elective course um, that is in its second year. Every time I do a whiteboard activity, I always walk away so happy that I've done it and fig trying to figure out how I can incorporate it more often into my lessons. What do your students say when you ask them about it? Yeah, I, you know, I think most of them really like it. It is, I think it takes the pressure off for a student, you know, some of the students that struggle, I think sometimes it takes the pressure off for them because you know, they can volunteer to be the person with the marker. And maybe they're not contributing a lot of thinking at first, but in having to listen to what other people are saying and then write that down, there's some thinking and some learning that's gonna go along with that. So the way students think during the process and what they learn might differ. Um, but I think, you know, I've, I've heard from students that, you know, sometimes might be hesitant in tr more traditional group work to share their ideas. There's a role for them in something like this. And so um, that's been something that I've heard from students. Hi, I'm Ethan Rocky. I'm a junior at South Oldham High School. Um, I first started um, doing stuff up with whiteboards actually last year with Ms. Pelega. And so at first it was like kind of weird because it's like I'm walking into math class and I'm sitting down and then I'm like, then I get up and then I'm like doing things. So that was like interesting. But I think it was not only that the collaboration was cool, but like it was also just more fun to like get up and like do stuff at a whiteboard. Um, and I think the part where you like, you only have like one marker, you know, is cool because you can't have like everybody just sitting there doing their own thing, not talking. You have to talk, you have to collaborate, you have to do the math together. And so I think that was really cool. For me, what I've seen as the game changer is when the students are at those groups, there is only one marker per group and students are not allowed to have any other writing utensils. And that's what really gets students communicating, working together, thinking together. Because what I find so many times is if even if I try to put students in groups, if they've all got their own paper and they've all got their own pencils, they're not so much working together, they're working in the vicinity of one another and occasionally checking in to see how their answers. But when it comes to the one marker board they, they and the one marker, they have to talk together, they have to communicate, they have to explain their thinking. 
to get the best answer up on the board. But one fun thing I did with the whiteboards last year was I reached out in the AP Stats community online and asked, hey, what do you think are like the 10 historically hardest FRQs that have ever been on any AP stats exam since it started in 1997 and got a list. And I challenged those kids. I said, look, this is, this was the, you know, this was by far what everyone said, the the authors of our textbooks, the, you know, the stats gurus, these are the hardest questions that have ever been out there. And they breezed right through them. Whereas I don't think they would have done that, you know, on paper. And not only did they do that, but they were really positive about it and they were excited to do the work. So I've seen really all positive, you know, outcomes from my students and positive, gotten positive feedback from my students. I feel like when you're seeing like these other people work together in these groups on different whiteboards, you're like looking at yours and they have different things. And then you talk, then you talk to the yes. people in your group, you're like, they did this, let's try that. If you're like in a group, you're working it out yourself, you're not, you don't have the, like the teacher telling you what to do. You just have this problem, and you're supposed to solve it. You're like, well, how do I solve it? You have to come up with stuff yourself. You have to figure it out. And I think that that um, part of it is definitely important to learning. You know what I mean? Um, it also makes it kind of fun, just because you know, you're talking to people about it. And it's, I think, like, personally for me, socializing is a really, like, good way for me to learn. I pay a lot more attention than I've, I just read it on a piece of paper and did it by myself. You can learn anything better when you're with other people, I think. Because, like, if you're alone and you're just being talked at, like, by a person, like, you can, uh, like, you can gain information, mm -hmm. but, like, how do you, like, apply that information and make that, like, truly knowledge? You know what I mean? For, so for the struggling students, they felt better about asking questions or they were at least hearing that conversation. But even for the students who typically excel, any teacher knows that as soon as you've got to teach something, you have to understand it at a much higher level. And so for those students who um, typically excel, because they had to talk and explain their thinking to someone who had the marker to put it up on the board, they learned more as well. I think one of the best things that we have done to kind of help overcome that nervousness is to share our successes with one another. Um, I walked down, up and down the hallway last week and, and was telling all the pre-cal and calculus teachers about how something our students typically struggle with, a topic that they typically struggle with, I said, hey, instead of teaching them for 30 minutes and they're still lost, I gave one example, five minutes, put them up at the board, and they were getting stuff right. And it got me out of my shell a little bit because, I mean, I could have just been that quiet kid in the class just writing down notes and just sitting there just like, and not talking to nobody. And then this year I am in another math class where we're doing that. And this time I don't actually like know the people in my class. So not only am I like forced to work together with people to solve problems, but I'm also forced to meet new people, which is cool. I'm working with like new people all the time, so I'm learning the people in my class, and I'm like collaborating with people I've never met before, so that can be interesting. And so like I'm learning math, but I'm also learning skills with other students. You know what I mean? How to like socialize with people I don't know, and solve math problems with people I don't know how to talk to. School like teaches you you have potential. Let's use it. Like let's give you this knowledge. And when you're sitting there in a group, you're like. We all have potential. Right. Let's all use our brains together and fill that potential.